The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jane Jeffcoat, and welcome to episode 32 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our conversation with Congressman Jim Jordan. After addressing a concerned nation suffering from the rise of inflation, the pandemic, and the crisis in Ukraine, President Joe Biden declared the State of the Union is strong. Now, some lawmakers on the other side of the aisle say it is the administration's policies, the very policies that got us into some of this mess. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan joining us right now. Welcome to the National Desk. Welcome back. Good to see you. A lot I want to get to, Congressman Jordan. Let's start, though, with your takeaways from the address to the nation last night. Well, I, I mean, it just doesn't make sense that, that he says the state of our nation is strong. Um, I mean, you think about it, we've got record crime, record inflation, record illegal crossings, two million in one year. Uh, we got the, 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 the uh, terrible situation in Ukraine, which is, follows what happened last summer with the, with the exit that, uh, you know, the debacle that was the exit from Afghanistan. So um, in, in so many places, frankly, Jane, it didn't make sense to me. I mean, he, he actually said we need to secure the border. This after a year of intentionally leaving the border open. Two million, record number, two million illegals crossed into our country last year. So I thought there were just so many uh, parts of the speech that frankly didn't make sense. And I always say there's, there's a reason that 63% of the country thinks our nation is on the wrong track. My guess is after last night's speech, that number is higher. And that's not, I, I, I get no satisfaction in saying that, but that's just the state of the state of things as, uh, as they are right now in, in, uh, in our great country. And the world's certainly looking for America's leadership to send this bold, strong message to Vladimir Putin. I want you to take a listen to what New York Congressman Paul Tonka had to say after the speech. I think it was a very strong speech that showed America's strength uh, from Ukraine, responding to Russia, making certain that we provide assistance. It's good to hear the president calling for more resources to defend uh, freedom through the uh, conflict uh, that is facing Ukraine. Uh, I think also the strength that we showed in bringing together the free world. Uh, that was a great tone established. Well, you heard Congressman Tonko there. He said it was a great tone that was established. What'd you think? Well, I do think it's been it's been good that America has rallied uh, and, and other countries around the world are rallying to the support of Ukraine. Obviously, the leadership, the courageous leadership of President Zelensky and the Ukrainian people has just been amazing to watch as they deal with this 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 evil that's coming from uh, from Russia. But uh, I, I would step back and say, I don't think this happens. In fact, it didn't happen when President Trump was president because he projected strength from the Oval Office. And with Joe Biden, unfortunately, we're seeing just the opposite. We see weakness. And when you project weakness as commander in chief and from the Oval Office, bad guys around the world are going to do bad things. And we are seeing that as uh, you know, we're seeing that play out as we speak in Ukraine. A lot of experts, including yourself, politicians included, have called for the U.S. to become more energy independent as a result of what we're seeing with Russia and how so many European countries are so reliant as well on Russia for their energy. What steps do we need to take here in the U.S. to become more independent when it comes to this? We'll reverse the crazy policies of the Biden administration. They, they shut off the Keystone Pipeline. They won't let, they, they closed Anwar. They're not going to let uh, oil and gas companies drill on federal lands. I mean, so so you just got to, you got to do 180 degrees opposite of what this administration has done. But here's the problem. Even if Joe Biden wanted to do that, 
His party won't let him. His party is controlled by the left. The left actually wants to destroy the oil and gas industry. I mean, we had a hearing a few months ago where my Democrat colleague, Ro Khanna, said in that hearing with executives from the oil and gas companies, he went down the line and badgered each witness and said, will you pledge today to decrease production? I mean, think about that. I, I asked him after his comments and after his questioning, I said, what do you guys want, $8 gas? And the truth is, they do. They want to drive the oil and gas business out of business. And it is it, it just shows how out of touch they are. So it'd be nice if Joe Biden would reverse policies. But I don't think he can because the radical left controls his party. The same radical left that's for defunding the police, in spite of what J Joe Biden said last night, the same radical left that says we shouldn't have any bail uh, uh, requirements for, for bad guys and prosecutors who don't want to prosecute people that give us record level of crime, the same radical left that says we should have open borders. So he might want to change, who knows, but his party won't let him. And that's why I think this fall there is going, uh, there's going to be a big change yeah. Uh, I'm hopeful, at least, that there's going to be a big change in the midterm election. Huge division between the moderates and the progressives in the Democratic Party, for sure. One part of President Biden's speech drew quite a reaction from Republicans. Take a listen to this. Unlike the $2 trillion tax cut passed in the previous administration that benefited the top 1% of Americans, the American Rescue Plan... <laughs> the American Rescue Plan helped working people and left no one behind. It worked. We created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs just last year. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States of America. And we also have 11 million job openings that employers can't fill. So what was your thoughts when he said this? Yeah, I mean, Jan, the American people just don't buy it. The American people know that under President Trump, we had the, the amazing economy. We had the fastest growing economy. We, we, had, we had the tax cuts help, the reduce, reduction in regulation. We had an amazing economy with, with real wages going up, unlike now where real wage, wages are going down. So uh, people with common sense understand what, what, what really happened, the good things that happened under President Trump and what we've seen now in just 13 months under Joe Biden. Your eye right now already on the midterms, says our most lawmakers at this point. Republicans right now believe they're going to take control of the House and the Senate. What issues do you think are going to lead Americans to the polls to vote for Republicans this election cycle, Congressman Jordan? Americans want safe streets. They, 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 want, uh, they, they want affordable gas and they want freedom. And Joe Biden has given us record crime, record inflation and Dr. Fauci. So, I mean, that is the contrast. I think good. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not overconfident, but I'm confident we can win. We need to go out and talk to the American people about what, about what we'll do if, in fact, they put us in power. I think it's going to happen, though. I really do, because this administration, as we've said, has been wrong on every single policy decision. We went from a secure border to chaos. We went from energy independence to the situation we have now, which has contributed to this terrible situation in Ukraine. We went from safe streets to record crime. We went from stable prices to record inflation. And, and of course, there's the attack on our First Amendments that Democrats have done uh, over the last year. So um, that's, that's what the American people see. And I think, as I said before, they're fixing to make a change. All right. Congressman Jim Jordan, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us here this morning. We appreciate it. You bet. Good to be with you. 
That's episode 32 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or you can stream it on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.